Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. My name is Joelle and I am the Vibrarian and I am here to help elevate your vibration with information that I hope that you find enlightening, empowering, uplifting, and of course, very positive. I am here on Blog Talk Radio on the Vibrary Radio Network, and you can listen to the show this evening streaming on our webpage um, through the Blog Talk Radio interface. And you can also call in at 646-668-8988. If you want to get on the air to join or ask a question at any time, just simply press the one key, and I will get to you as soon as possible to ask your questions. Um, We do have a community on Facebook I like to call the Good Vibe Tribe, and uh, we are in a, if you use the at sign, you can find the page. It is at the Vibrarian, V as in vibration, I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N. You can join me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter under the same handle, at The Vibrarian, And I always am posting information that I think is helpful for the community on our Facebook page. We've got some interesting um, weekly columns that are coming out, weekly astrology forecasts in the pipeline, as well as tarot forecasts from some of the psychics that we've met. And I would just invite you to come check out and see the content that is in our online social community. Every week on Tuesday nights, we get together, and the purpose of this show is that everyone is psychic. You just may not realize it. So each week we talk with various people who have discovered and awakened to their gifts and abilities. We get to hear from their story as to what that was like for them, um, any challenges or struggles that they encountered as they came to these realizations. And uh, we're getting to hear some very, very interesting stories from uh, the psychics who have been on this show so far. Um, On Tuesday nights is the Psychic Inside Show. On Thursday night is the Vibrarian Show. And on there, we take a look at anything and everything. It is a topical discussion. Each week there is a subject that is put out there. We had astrology last week. We're getting ready to have astral projection and out-of-body experiences, lucid dreams on this Thursday show. That also happens at 9 p.m. Same number, same blog talk channel. So I'm really excited to be bringing forth this information because I, for one, have come into an awareness over the last seven or eight years, that I, too, had psychic abilities that were emerging. And this can be a little bit of a strange experience. Um, It is not yet a mainstream thing for people to be talking about psychic abilities. Uh, Shows such as Long Island Medium with uh, the lovely Teresa Caputo, who I just think is hilarious. She's she's adorable. But uh, shows like that are now bringing out this kind of conversation more into the mainstream. I think maybe in the 80s and 90s, Sylvia Brown and John Edwards, James Van Prague were some names that people heard of that are kind of crossed over out into the common uh, mainstream understanding um, to raise awareness that this kind of 
um, information is available and psychic skills that people have various ways that they are getting information from the higher realms. In the community of consciousness where people are talking about esoteric knowledge, uh, it is not uncommon at all, um, and there are communities that have thousands and thousands of members. You can search for them on Facebook. All you have to do is go to YouTube and type in uh, psychic or even uh, tarot forecast, and you will see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds now of channels where the uh, people are producing forecasts for the general public uh, from astrology readings, tarot scopes. Uh, they're looking into and using different divination tools in a very live way um, to show people what it is like to, to live with this kind of awareness of what is really happening for us on a higher level. So this show tonight is a recap and a rundown of where we have gone so far. Um, we've had five or six guests, I think, now on the show, and there have been quite a bit of interesting things that have emerged with the conversations that we've talked about. Also, a little later in tonight's broadcast, I will be doing a webinar wrap-up, and I basically go out and I look for experiences that are available at this point. I'm loving to look at free learning opportunities, and I'm going to give you a little rundown of what I learned this week on those seminars that I attended and also give you information so that you can seek them out on your own. And then I'm also going to give you a kind of a weekly summary of some of the things that I've seen on YouTube as well as I want to bring out a couple tips that I think from my own experience we all might find helpful. So interesting night tonight. I do not have a special guest, but you are certainly welcome to call in. If you've been listening to the show so far, feel free to call in and give me feedback about what you've experienced. If you had a reading from one of our readers on a previous episode and would like to follow up about that experience, please do call in and share. So I'll get started. This is the Psychic Inside Show. Our first guest uh, her name is Hadia, and uh, her Facebook page is Hadia Talks. You can check her out and uh, find out more about the services that she offers and the classes that she teaches. Hadia is an amazing and very patient and accessible instructor. Um, I've learned quite a lot from her in conversations, and she does run several classes, and you can find out more about that, um, again, as I said, on her Facebook community page at Hadia Talks. One of the things that she talked about in her story was that when she was a child, she actually started to experience, she experienced a, a moment that was both clairvoyant and clairaudient. So what does clairvoyance mean? Clairvoyant is clear seeing. So that is when you see something that is not of the 3D or physical realm as we understand it. And clairaudient is clear hearing. So that is when you hear um, that information. And so for some people, this looks like uh, seeing a picture show or seeing 
of a, a storyline that kind of unfolds before their vision. It could be a snapshot, almost like a Polaroid, where they get an image of something, and then that image conveys the message that the higher guidance wants to get out. Or you can actually see um, spiritual energy. Uh, you know, I'm trying to use various words. There's a lot of terminology that is out there that not everybody calls themselves a psychic. Um, you know, people will use the words clairaudient, clairvoyant. Uh, so it's a lot of variation. I'm trying to distill it down to a place that it, it's at least understood to our listening audience. So in Hadia's story, I got a little choked up because she was speaking about how she was very young and her grandfather came and I guess I think he woke her up out of her sleep and told her goodbye and hugged her and delivered another message to her. And she went back to sleep, and when she woke up, she came out and asked her dad, where's granddad? And uh, because she had experienced his presence being where she lived in her room. And at that point, her father told her that her grandfather had actually passed away. So, you know, she came to understand that her grandfather, who she was very close to, came to say goodbye to her as his spirit was exiting the earthly realm. And, of course, I had to get a tissue because I thought that that was just um, such a, a moving thing to experience, even when you're a child or as an adult. And... I've heard this quite a bit that people will receive um, sometimes their one and only psychic experiences is connected to the passing of someone who they are very close to. Either before or after that person passes away, they receive a visitation that for them confirms that that person has passed on to the other side. Also, I think that it's not uncommon for people to say that if they are in the hospital or even hospice or near a loved one who is about to transition, that that loved one will oftentimes speak to a deceased spouse or sibling or parent as their kind of light is fading in their final uh, days and hours before passing, or they'll be aware that they're the, the ill-loved one kind of comes to a level of consciousness that they may not have been in previously and begins to speak to uh, entities that are not physically sitting in the room. And I think that people tend to accept those kind of breakthrough moments around death, near-death um, experiences tend to be more um, believed by people, mostly because I think we all realize that there is a comfort that we derive out of knowing that our loved one at the time of their passing is greeted by other ones in our family. Um, and I've seen it, we've all seen it portrayed in movies where the person's you know, eyes will be focused on something over in the corner, and there's no person there that we can see, but they clearly are engaged and smiling at some presence that is not known to those of us who are still uh, firmly in 3D. So 
Hadia's sharing was quite uh, emotional for me to listen to. So I also, uh, short, the next guest that we had on the show is Bo Lawton. Now, Bo is amazing. Uh, we call him Bo Stradamus because his ability to see and convey messages is very, very clear. And his style of talking with you and delivering that message is very direct and is actually somewhat humorous. So um, Bo is sharing about, and I think he's in his early 30s, and he was sharing about how his gifts kind of came open and then how he began practicing and being able to receive the messages that he was supposed to give much more clearly in a fairly short period of time. So when we look at uh, receiving psychic information, as I understand it from the people who've been on the show and also from my own experience, your guides, we all have guides, spirit guides, guardian angels, we have angelic presences around us, we have loved ones, and just in general uh, are there to help us along our journey. And what I have come to understand is that most of us have, uh, it's almost like the commercial where you see the guy with his mobile phone and then his network of 30,000 Verizon minions or T-Mobile minions is following him around everywhere he goes, walking down the street. They're all behind him, and he's talking about how successful he makes a phone call because he's got these people behind his back. I believe that that's what it looks like behind us or around us, but we just are not aware that we've got this whole team of of. Uh, beings around us to support us and to help us live better and to be more clear. And so I think that we just really don't pick up the phone or open up the line of communication effectively to know what is available to us around there. And, you know, in situations like when you have a reading with someone like Bo, who is a medium, which a medium is a person who receives communications from uh, those outside of the physical dimension. Now, that is different from receiving information from an angel or spirit guide. It is receiving information from, say, a grandparent or a departed person. So every medium is a psychic, meaning that they are able to access information beyond our uh, typical brain uh, kind of logic-based experience, but not every psychic is a medium. So there are psychics who are using guidance that comes from um, the angelic and, and the spirit team area, but they're not necessarily going to connect with your great uncle Harry, okay? So if you are out looking at having a, um, an appointment with a psychic, you'll want to make sure that you understand what the gifts and abilities are of that person. And from my experience and what I understand, they're absolutely ready to tell you what to expect with a reading with them. If, the, if you can expect that your loved ones and guides may come through, they will tell you. If they don't do that, but they have, say, a... Um, uh, uh, and it's like a shaman, they have connection to the animal totems and the shamanic realm in order to assist you, 
they will clearly and directly let you know. And one thing I have found is that most psychics are very good at explaining what they do, even though they may not have understood it before they kind of came into using their gift. I know for me, I've struggled sometimes in calling or acknowledging some of the things that experience uh, that I experience as psychic because there is somewhat of a stigma that this is outside the realm of science and it gets into the realm of superstition and there, there tends to be a kind of poo-poo, oh, silly rabbit, you know, now you're talking crazy. I mean, quite honestly, I think I've heard that little phrase before. So um, it could be kind of interesting for those of us who are outside of community to start having those conversations and then to get into community and we realize it's not so strange or unusual. Everybody in the community is talking about their spirit guide visiting them and talking with them and showing them something and things of that nature. So, you know, as we talked with Bo, he was speaking about past life and past life regression and how important it is to have a, an understanding of the continuity of your soul self, that if you are just living this lifetime and dealing with uh, an idea that says you are just here for this 70, 80 year experience, if 90 to 100 if you're lucky, and you're one and done, that's it. As soon as you're done, it's over, bye-bye, you're even going upstairs, you're going downstairs, so you better do right. Well, uh, what I have heard over and over again and come to understand as a framework for myself is that that's not quite the case, and that our essence continues to be embodied even when it is not in the flesh or human form, and that we come back over and over again to, A, experience what it means to be human and to hopefully learn the lessons of uh, what the life experience provides and do it better next time. So, the way that that concept works out, I think it's one of the Eastern philosophies such as uh, Buddhism or Hinduism. Please don't quote me because they're, they're, you know, they're quite complex systems that I'm not as familiar with. But the whole idea is that you come back each lifetime and, and you raise your station each lifetime based on how good you were, which is uh, somewhat similar to the the Christian idea of salvation, that by your works you are able to move into a place of higher um, positioning, although I don't think Christianity necessarily subscribes to a theory of reincarnation. But if, say for example, I was a poor person who felt compelled during my lifetime to rob people. The way that I understand it is that while the circumstances that led to my robbing another person are somewhat understandable in terms of the pressures that I may feel, but that I always have choice, that I always have free will to decide in each circumstance what I will do in response to my external 
situation and circumstance. So if I robbed someone or performed violence against them in order to leverage or uplift myself, then the law of karmic return, or for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction, if we want to talk about one of the scientific ways of expressing that, energy goes out, energy must come back. So it could be that I then live the rest of that lifetime and no one ever steals from me. But in my next lifetime, I will then experience, and it may not be linear, you know, time is another interesting thing, but I will experience what it is like to then be robbed. And through experiencing that energy myself, my soul has a soul self expressed as human, then has an opportunity to decide to do differently. In the words of the poet Maya Angelou, when you know better, you do better, you know. Um, so I think that that's kind of what we do over and over again is we, we get an opportunity to live, and then when we know what it is like to experience a negativity, unfairness, injustice, anything that uh, imbalances against um, another person's right of self-determination, um, then we learn through that lesson not to do that. And it's kind of like a kid has to touch the stove. If the stove is hot, to really believe it, you may not realize what it is like to, say, have your last loaf of bread stolen by someone who is poorer than you. Um, and you may experience it and realize, wow, that really didn't feel good. Um, and then that person who stole it from you out of their own desperation in return will experience that at the hands of someone else, and so on and so forth. And back and forth we go throughout many lifetimes, each time perfecting ourselves, increasing our vibration, and our our kind of moral compass begins to be fine-tuned. So they, let's say we're four lifetimes after that, and what happens is we might be poor, but we don't steal the loaf of bread. You know, um, we just we go and we find some alternate means to satisfy our hunger, something that is not unfair, unjust to someone else. And in that case, then it would be a successful learning about the law of karma. And so in, in talking, Bo was able to share that past lives come forward, especially in our present, when there is an issue that is connected to it. So it's, it's to give you information about something you experienced to allow you to heal from that experience now because, uh, again, our our current self has no awareness of that. Like if we drowned or something, um, we may not understand why we have a fear of water so much. Why is it so strong? Why can't I just don't, I've never been able to go swimming because it just something happens when I get near near water. I just get fearful. You'll hear people say that all the time and then they'll kind of joke about their, their phobias. But what Bo speaks about and also the author Brian Weiss, Dr. Brian Weiss, who is a, a psychiatrist, 
he discovered in talking with his patients under hypnosis that things that they were not able to move away from in their phobias based on his process and dealing with them as a typical patient, once he crossed in that hypnosis state the barrier of this lifetime, that patient under hypnosis would start to talk about things that they experienced, and I believe that that was one of his patients who was had a fear of drowning, um, I, if my memory serves me correct. Um, and once he got her to acknowledge this fear, then she began to be able to heal in her present manifestation. So, you know, uh, both to the importance of reconciling that. And if you ever have like a session with someone who does past life, it's because you've probably been following your intuitive nudges to say, hey, hey, let's go do this. Let's be curious about this because there's some information that you will be receiving that is for your betterment. Our next psychic on the show was Stacy Corbin of Fundamental Connections. And Stacy's story was quite fascinating because she talked about how her body was breaking down and that medical science could not explain to her. She spent many years, went to many specialists and doctors, trying to figure out what was wrong with her body. And there was just no answer. And so a friend recommended that she get a Reiki healing session to balance some of her, her chakra energy. And she, if I'm remembering correctly, it was Reiki. And she, she enjoyed the experience of Reiki so much that she wound up having several sessions back to back to back, doing quite a bit of intense energetic healing. And she came to realize that she was a very, very sensitive empath. So empaths are those that are more sensitive than the norm or usual to the energies of those around them. So, you know, most of us, they talk about, well, you need to develop the skill of empathy. You know, if you can imagine yourself to walk around a mile in someone else's shoes to feel what they're feeling, then you can be more compassionate with them. Well, that is empathy in in spirit in concept, but empathy in real life means that you might, not real life, but in a certain level of extreme sensitivity, it means that you may actually feel the pinching of the shoes of a person who is standing next to you. Not in imagination, you could physically feel their stress or their anger uh, in her case, she was getting these debilitating headaches when she went into a colleague's office at her job. And it wasn't until she sat down and looked to say, well, when did I get this headache, that she realized that it was when she was around this person's energy. And, you know, if you feel that you're an empath, um, you may experience a dislike of crowds and groups of people you may um, become hazy or fuzzy when you're around groups of lots of intense energy. Uh, you may just shut down in terms of being able to be social even around a small group of people if there was someone whose energy is very negative or if someone is experiencing a lot of pain. 
Um, you know, there are some people who are so empathic that they cannot go to hospitals or places where there has been a great deal of pain or trauma because they will um, almost pass out from the collective energy that is contained in that environment. And I think places like Gettysburg, places where we stop for a moment of silence, places where we commemorate things such as massive loss of life, like even the Twin Towers or in Oklahoma City or Columbine, most of us are not going to be laughing and joking when we're around those energies because our empathy resonates and feels the intensity that has been deposited there by those who have traveled there, those who lost their lives there, those who came to be connected to their loved ones who passed there, all of that creates like a big old bubble of very intense energy. And some people will break down weeping when they're around things like that, not just because they actually lost a loved one, but the collective grief expressed in that place comes through their body. So you know, one of the things that Stacy talked about was the importance of grounding yourself and putting a protective bubble around yourself, um, and there are ways that you can do that. Um, again, you can stop by the Vibrarian page on Facebook to find out how to contact all of the people who have been on this show before and um, connect with them for more information. But uh, she talks about needing to ground and clear and protect yourself if you are strongly empathic. And one of the most helpful things is to just become aware. Once you realize that that's how it is, then you can kind of not be just pulled along the, the, the line willy-nilly because you're just helpless against all this stuff that's being bombarded to you. So I know that... Uh, I am a Libra personality, so balance is very important to me, and I feel like I've come into more awareness of myself over the last uh, decade or so, but I will tell you that if I'm in a large group of people where there is a lot of talking, like a, a restaurant where there are large groups of people, uh, even though I'm holding a protective bubble around myself generally as a state of being when I wake up in the morning, I do get achy in my neck, and I feel like somebody is squeezing my head in a vice grip, like I'm going to pop like a balloon after a certain number of time. I've kind of got a time limit. And if I don't honor my time limit, then I do start to get sick, and then I start to get rather irritable, as my friends can attest to. I get overstimulated, and I have to go and then clear myself, um, ground myself, etc. I went into a restaurant a couple of weeks ago with a friend and our waiter was just all over the place. He was talking to us, but then he was listening in on somebody else's conversation and he commented to us about how negative the people were. He couldn't even focus on what we were, what he was supposed to do with us because he was eyes were darting all over the room and it was not like a typical waiter thing. He just seemed to be getting more and more frustrated with the negativity he saw around him. So I finally asked him, you know, I was like, you're not feeling very grounded and 
you need to bring yourself into yourself and not necessarily be impacted by all of this that you're experiencing. And he just began to tell me his story and that he was uh, in a home environment where there was some negative energy in his home and he was feeling it, that he was taking it on and it was setting his day wrong. And when that happened and he at work was not having a good day and it was like every negative attitude client in the world, diner in the world wound up sitting in his section. So it kind of was a snowball effect. So, I shared with him that he may want to, at the end of each day, rinse yourself off with salt water, you know, uh, before you uh, get started with your evening. Go pour a cup of, of salt water over your head and face or use a washcloth. Wipe yourself down. Release the energy of that around you until such time as you can start to figure out how to repel that energy in the first place so that it does not affect you as easily. And, you know, he told me that it, once he got his home situation together, he knew he would be back more in alignment. But having such a, a struggle with uh, that in his intimate, downtime, kind of man cave environment was causing him a snowball effect. And so we definitely want to look at energies that are closest to us and become more aware of how we are taking that on and absorbing it. Our next uh, psychic was Kathleen Robinson, and Kathleen was interesting because she came from a career of being a psychologist to being a psychic counselor, and she had a full, like, 30-year career as a psychologist doing traditional therapy work and uh, HR in a school environment, and then she wound up in her time becoming enamored with tarot cards and looking at that as a system of divination, she thought it was quite fascinating and interesting. And so she was learning tarot as a hobby, and then it began to open her up to receiving intuitive um, guidance from from the higher realms. And I believe that she was clairaudient or clairvoyant, again, he, uh, seeing additional messages that were not necessarily what was written on the card, that the energy that was presented in the picture of the card triggered a vision for her that when she would speak with it about her client to her client, it would be an appropriate message for them at that time. And so she began to understand that she was an intuitive psychic and offer those services uh, to her clients going forward. And she spoke about a program that she has called Igniting Your Fire. And this is a counseling series that is designed to help you. Uh, it's kind of like life coaching with an added twist because it has the access to the higher and spiritual guidance uh, involved with it. So not only can you kind of talk with someone who helps you outline your passions, your sticking points, your challenges, but also uh, can help you receive message from your guidance team that helps direct and clarify you so that you then come into knowing what your passionate purpose is. So as you can see, there have been just quite a variety of guests on the show so far, and, I mean, this is just a summary of some of the things that I can distill in just a short period of time um, on tonight's show the highlights, if you will, of speaking with each person. Oh, and don't let me forget Paula. 
Paula was on last week, and she is a singing shaman. Now, Paula was talking about soul retrieval in the shamanic realm and how at different times when we experience traumas and and harms in our life, it is possible for parts of our soul self to splinter off and to uh, become wounded and that later we need to work to go retrieve those pieces of ourself. A lot of it can happen in our childhood if we are, uh, if we feel unsafe or if we feel fear or if we feel uh, anger, harsh emotions, or if we are abused in some kind of way. Um, that that causes us to kind of compartmentalize and that we can go back with the assistance of a shamanic a healer and retrieve those pieces of ourself. We can, uh, if you're dealing with inner child issues, something that happened when you were at your most innocent ages, that you can also reparent yourself or incorporate that, that loving childlike spirit that was so innocent into your adult self. Um, it was there was quite a lot of material in Paula's episode. To be honest, there were some things that sent me on hours worth of research and clicking down through the Googleverse <laughs> by stuff that she spoke about. And I do anticipate that we will have her back on for our Thursday night show to talk about some of the topics that she spoke of. Now that we know her life story. I also expect that uh, Bo and Hadia will making, be making a return on our topical show line to contribute their wisdom when we talk about past lives and astral projection because those are things that they touched on when they gave us their story. Uh, so, uh, you know, we have that to look forward to. A lot of this stuff is just uncovering the tip of the iceberg, you know, and there really is, if most of us are walking around like just the cap, there's a whole iceberg that exists around us that if we're not aware could be causing a Titanic-like catastrophe in our lives, and we certainly don't want to do that. Uh, we would love to become more aware of things, and once you're more aware, then you can live a little more purposefully and maybe not have some of the pitfalls and things that you experience as you were uh, living our, our life unaware. It's almost like turning on your GPS instead of just relying on your memory how to get somewhere. You know, you can put in the coordinates and uh, be a lot more efficient if you turn the blipping thing on. (laughs) So uh, that's honestly how I feel that it is with our psychic guidance and things that are available to us. So I think that is it for my psychic wrap-ups. We, I did attend two webinars this week. This is the Psychic Inside Show, and my name is Joelle. I'm the Vibrarian, and uh, this is my recap episode. So on the two webinars, what happens is that you'll get information on Facebook, and as you click through um, YouTube channels and are generally out being active in the information arena, you will start to see opportunities for free sessions. Uh, free seminar, free workshop, come attend this, log in, sign up today. Now, I understand that most of these are for the purpose of selling you a product and of the webinar. So, you know, you kind of understand that, 
going into it. And quite honestly, as a consumer, you know, I'll allow myself to go to kind of like a timeshare presentation. I'll go to a timeshare presentation even if I know the answer is no because in this case, you know, most people go to a timeshare because they want to get Disney tickets or something like that. Well, I will go to a webinar with the intent of finding out um, can I learn something in the portion of the, the free delivery that is actually going to be helpful for me? So I would like to provide a kind of summary for you, for the listeners, of two experiences that I had. The first one was a seminar by the um, Akashic Academy, and uh, the person who was the host of the webinar, her name was Emily Harrison, and the basic pitch was uh, it was going to be three tools to unlock your intuition, to bring your intuition into clearer focus. So because I'm always looking at trying to better my psychic gifts and abilities, I thought, hmm, let me sign up for it, and it's free. So I did, and I went to the to the webinar, and I was a little bit, not skeptic, but, you know, again, I keep waiting for the sales pitch. But honestly, uh, the Emily, the presenter, was so engaging in her, her and excited. And the other attendees who were there listening were very excited and were chatting in a kind of communal way as the show, as the, well, I won't say show, but as the, the session started. And so for about an hour, she shared about herself, and then she gave these three tools uh, that you could use. And to be honest with you, they were very, very good. We went through some group exercises in our, you know, in our own space, and I immediately was able to connect with the things that she was saying and I have since that time actually used a couple of the exercises that were given in order to, uh, you know, to use them as they were meant to be used. They are a tool that is now in my toolbox that I can use moving forward. So um, I really felt good about the hour that I spent. And, you know, I'm not going to give away the sales pitch. That's not my purpose. That's not my goal here to uh, give away the content that these folks have prepared. But I will say that I thought that it was worth my time, um, definitely worth the hour, and I didn't have to buy anything. Uh, and so you can check out the Akashic Academy on Facebook and also at askyourrecords.com. Now, I do not receive promotional consideration for the guests that I have on the show, and I don't receive promotional consideration for people that I refer to these companies or webinars or businesses. So um, if you do go to the Akashic Academy, you can certainly tell them you heard about it on my show, uh, but I'm not going to receive any <laughs> anything because of it. So this is not an affiliate kind of conversation. But um, one of the things that they offered on the Ask Your Records website was also an opportunity to have an Akashic strategy session. And so I, once I discovered that, I did decide to take it in and it was another hour of really, really valuable conversation 
that gave me a lot of stuff that it was very actionable and that connected the dots for me and kind of gave me a new energy uh, about some of the projects that I have going on and some understanding about myself. So I definitely would recommend that you spend the hour yourself uh, to see what they're about. Uh, again, that's the Akashic Academy um, on Facebook and Emily Harrison and Ask Your Records. The second class that I attended was called Three Keys to Discovering and Living Your Life's Purpose by Jean, uh, and you'll have to, oh, Dr. Jean Houston or Houston, I'm not sure uh, her name. And in that one, you were supposed to learn how to create beliefs that support your highest potential discover how to access your inner experts to quicken your learning and develop new habits to cultivate your unique gifts and abilities. Now, I apparently did not read the fine print in this, and I did not realize that my time commitment was going to need to be an hour and a half. So once the webinar started, I also did not realize that it was going to be verbal and that there was not a visual component to it. So I found myself a little bit impatient with it, and I had invited my best friend's son over to come experience it. He's a college-age person. I thought, wow, how great would it be if he could have an experience where he gets to figure out what his life purpose is so that as he graduates, he can move into, you know, a place of being in his gifts. Now, that was what my thinking was. But as we were sitting there listening to the seminar, my my honest reaction was that the lady was an amazing storyteller. And as she was speaking, I found myself very interested in um, kind of what she was saying, but I was also sitting there thinking, well, when are they going to get to the three keys? Uh, I've been sitting here. We went from the 15 mark to the 20 minute mark to the 25 minute mark, and we still had not gotten to a key. Uh, and, and maybe it was my attention and my impatience, but I felt kind of bad for um, having um, the young man sit through what was like a lecture when he's out of college and, you know, who wants to sit in a lecture uh, all morning? So I, you know, I had jotted a few notes that were from people that she was quoting, and then I ended up disconnecting from the call, and uh, we just talked some more one-on-one about, like, things that he could do to examine his purpose. So, I, you know, I can't say as I got to the meat of the matter because of the, the packaging of it. Now, under a different circumstance and had I been aware differently about what I was about to undergo, then I might have had the, the stamina for it. And I did download the program after it was over when they made it available. And I'll probably listen to the next 30-minute chunk at some time offline. But I just did not have it in me to sit and speak about it uh, with with my um, young nephew. So what is interesting, however, is that one of the things that she spoke about in the beginning was of a story one of the wise sages that she had encountered earlier in his life was telling her about caterpillars and that caterpillars actually turn to mush inside the cocoon. 
and that that is before their cells reorganize into the material that creates a butterfly. And so I giggled with him, and I said, you know, uh, not use his real name, but let's say John. John, you know, you're just mush right now. You're a caterpillar. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be mush, and it's okay to not know what you want to do with your life, but trust and believe that you have the core in you to become whatever amazing thing you want to be. And, you know, I clicked on pause, and we kept going. Well, later in that day, I went into my purse to get something, and I realized that I had a flyer in my purse that I had been given that morning when I went to the grocery store. I ran up the street because I was having a breakfast bug, and I wanted some biscuits, and I didn't have any biscuits to go with my eggs. So I ran up the street real quick. I knew I had the seminar happening at noon. Ran up the street, got my biscuits, and the guy handed me a flyer. I didn't even look at it. I put it in my purse. So later that afternoon, like seven, eight hours towards the evening, I pull it out, and wouldn't you know, the name of the company was TBI, and on their logo, it was sitting on top of a caterpillar, and a butterfly was flying out of the leather eye. So I immediately started laughing because... Even though my, I was not focused on the workshop and I was feeling like there was not something in it, I actually got a message, and I actually delivered an important message, I think, to the young man who was listening with me, and I sent him a copy of the picture later and with a giggle because I was like, wow, isn't that interesting how uh, the caterpillar is the theme of the day, you know? Uh, so... I have to say that I can't write off the webinar as a bad experience because I still did glean something very important from it. Um, and I think that that's what happens a lot of times. We may dismiss something in our mind and mental space without, and it may take some time later before we realize that we actually received a nugget of gold and we actually received a little seed of truth and wisdom. And uh, then in the right time, we're able to kind of pull the pieces together and say, wow, I didn't even know that I was receiving the foundation all along. And, you know, our guys are kind of like that. They kind of line us up for stuff, and when they fall into place, we, we think it's a miracle or it's a coincidence, but it's really not. So, you know, I also have to say this week I had an experience where I was in the car and something inside of me said, you know what, you should really exit here and take the long way around. And immediately in my front center, I said, oh, you know what, I am not going to do that because I know there's a concert down there and it will be backed up. Everybody's trying to get over to the concert area. Let me just stick with it. It won't be that bad because I could see traffic was kind of uh, clustering up further down the road. Well, wouldn't you know it, an hour later, I had not made it even the one exit that I thought I was going to be able to make more quickly than had I taken the alternate. Now, some people might say, well, you know what, that's just a normal thing that somebody would say to themselves, especially if they know Atlanta traffic. You always keep an alternate. But I heard clear as day in my mind, you should take 166. And 
if I would have done that, I would have saved myself a lot of time, but I filed it away and let my rational and logical mind talk me out of something. And it can really be that simple <laughs> for us that we over-talk, override, over-logic ourselves out of what could be helpful, intuitive guidance that we are getting from our guides and things that know that there are trials or tribulations or problems ahead. So one of the things that I want to speak with you to, to talk about are two tools. Like you can really learn how to access your intuition by sitting in stillness with yourself. And you can go through a series of asking yourself questions you know to be true and questions you know to be false. And you literally can put your hand on your gut area, your solar plexus area, and you can feel where your truthometer is. And in that quietness, which is why they talk about meditation being so helpful, you can come into awareness of what your body indicators are. Most of the times we're moving too fast. We blow through this we blow through the intersection without pausing to say to see and observe what's happening. But we really can if we quiet our mind and meditate for a while, clear out the chitter chatter of our mind that is telling us what we have to do tomorrow, and then sit in stillness and you can go through a series of, of exercises with yourself where you learn to trust that feeling you feel. Um, in my case, I will feel kind of a little poop in my solar plexus, and I also get a kind of large pulse in my heart chakra area that lets me know when something is true. Now, if I feel like pulling away from something or contraction rather than expansion, then that is my indicator that this is not something for me. Um, out of resonance with it rather than in synchronicity with it. And there are lots of information that you can find out on YouTube and go to various places to learn how to understand and hear your intuition more clearly. Um, there are free webinars like the one with the Akashic Academy and other places. And I would definitely recommend that you spend the time doing it. I also would say that journaling is the second best thing that you can do. If you start to have things that you're like, hmm, that was weird, I experienced deja vu. Or you know what, I just heard somebody say that exact phrase two days ago. Why am I hearing it again? Or you know what, I keep seeing uh, the red rose on the side of stuff. I keep, everywhere I go, I'm getting the rose image. Or I keep seeing triple numbers, 777, 555. What does all this mean? If you start keeping a journal of these experiences, or if you dream at night and you think, you know what, I might be getting messages in my What is this dream about? Start journaling. Now, not everybody is a writer, journalist, journaler. I am not. And I'll tell you, when I started trying to journal my dreams, <laughs> I have one page that I still laugh at in my little notebook because you're supposed to wake up and it's before you kind of gain clarity, you're just supposed to write down what happened to you, what you can recall before the dream fades to memory. Well, I have one page where you can see four lines of chicken scratch and then the ink kind of just 
goes off the edge of the page, and I'm pretty sure I wound up making an ink mark on my comforter because apparently I went back to sleep in the middle of my dream journaling. So I realized, and especially after I would go back and try to look at my notes that I had made, I was like, I don't even understand what I was saying when I was trying to write this down. I did not have enough brain function to allegedly write cursive as I was trying to remember my dreams. So I finally realized, don't do that. So what I do is I use my phone as a voice recorder, and I will go, and when I wake up, I have a series of notes that some have been made in the middle of the night, some are in the morning, and I might sound like a bullfrog squonking in the swamp because I'm talking in my morning voice, but I can at least understand myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So audio journaling might be a tool for you that you, is a little bit more helpful. So those are my two tips from uh, my personal experiences in trying to understand uh, my my own gifts and abilities. And I would definitely invite you to see if you could start journaling and doing discernment exercises yourself. So I am getting ready to wrap up the show for tonight. And I'm really so excited that this opportunity is here for me to have these guests on. And in the coming weeks, I have some really amazing people lined up. I have an author uh, who's written a book about her experience. I'm hoping to have a gentleman on who is a channel. I actually have two people who are channelers, meaning that they receive direct messages from um, either ghosts or departed entities, and one of them, he receives messages from an extraterrestrial, which is so amazing to me. I think it's fascinating. So we will be back again next Tuesday with a special guest. You can always find out what the broadcast schedule is and the episodes ahead if you go to blogtalkradio.com slash the vibrary, and that's V-I-B-E-R-A-R-Y. Also, again, connect with me on Facebook um, at the vibrarian. And I do have a YouTube channel. Um, you have to search for the library because I don't have a custom URL yet. If you subscribe to my channel, then I will eventually hit the magic number, and YouTube will believe that I'm going to be successful enough that they will allow me to claim my real estate name uh, for YouTube. But for right now, I'm Smile Fry, so you have to just search for me, The Vibrary. And each week I repost the episodes of the shows that are on Blog Talk Radio so that you can listen to, you can listen to them and pause to come back because YouTube does a really good job of doing that. So I really thank you for joining me on this journey. I um, would love for you to come back with me on Thursday night at 9. Uh, the Thursday show is an hour. On Tuesdays, we take two hours because most of the psychic readers then also provide free mini readings at the end of the final segment of the show. But on Thursday, it's just an hour, and this week we're going to be talking about astral projection, out-of-body experiences, and lucid dreaming. So uh, it will be a very interesting conversation, and I look forward to it. I hope that you have a wonderful week, and I want to thank all of the psychics who have come on the show so far to share their story. I thank you for listening, and I wish you the best and most positive energy and successes in the coming week. Namaste. <laughs>